0: Welcome to Everything But Small Talk. My name is Becca and I'm here with Matea. We're two best friends having deep conversations about life, relationships, and everything. Except small talk, of course. We're back. Feels like it's been a long time.
1: It has been. Two weeks. Two, two weeks, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We are wrapping up this
0: topic of friendship and we're going to talk today about meeting new friends and how that's a big struggle in adulthood. And we're going to share some of our experiences trying to meet new people and make new friends and reasons why we've done that and kind of where we're at now.
1: Yeah. Let's let's get going. All right. As an adult, I find it difficult to make friends mm-hmm. for many reasons. Um, some of which I feel like we've talked about already in this yeah. uh this month of talking about friendships. Um I think there's only like a handful of places that you see the same people over and over work, but that's only if you go into work now with covid changing and things like that people work from home i only have one coworker. yeah um hobbies which if you have the mental capacity to go out and do a hobby <laughs> i do not i have friends that play sports and so they meet a lot of friends that way yeah and for me which i know we we differ on this but i swear people who have kids can make friends easier I think it depends
0: on a lot of factors. Like, I think it depends on how old your kids are. And I think it depends, like, honestly, just person to person. Because I think that if we're talking straight, like, opportunities, then I could see your point. But yeah, I'll get into later my experience
1: on how that's been challenging. I think I might say opportunities. Because as you get older you're more reserved about who you have small talk with, if yeah. you will. And kids are just like talking to random people about oh, the yeah. most random stuff. And then you're kind of forced to <laughs> engage with them. Yep. Um. But okay. So for me, none of those work out, right? I, I yeah. have one coworker not in Trying to find hobbies, but for some reason, they're always solo hobbies, like painting or like pottery or things like that. No, not you like, did rock, you did rock climbing. For that's a while. true, but that's also a very solo thing. You don't like it's not a team, yeah, activity. that's true, but i did I did have friends that we saw regularly because of that, so I will give mm-hmm. you that. Yeah. um, so I ventured out to try. Bumble BFF. Mm-hmm. For those of you who have not heard of this, it's a dating app, but it has a feature where you can um, date friends, like find <laughs> friends, not like <laughs> romantic dating, but friend dating. Yeah. Um, exactly. Platonic. The same platonic, but platonic. same platform. So if you've ever been on Bumble or pretty much any dating app, it's literally you make a profile that's just like a continuous scroll of photos and like one liners about yourself. Like, I love to work out or I love to cook. I love to make drinks or, you know, and then you throw in some random pictures of yourself. Wait, so that's it? That's
0: all you can see right off the bat? Yeah. Is like one sentence
1: in how many photos? Like one? Like four max if the person actually posted that, like put that many on there. Wow. Yeah. This
0: is, I've never tried either. <laughs> I thankfully yeah. was able to avoid the online dating scene because right. I got married young and I just haven't tried
1: Bumble BFF, but that seems very uh, intimidating. <laughs> it would felt like a lot of things it felt very vulnerable to know people were swiping on me oh because it's a swipe system too so it's like right. if you yeah. just straight like judgment yeah <laughs> well yeah in so many ways it's like did they about their just brief little summary about themselves that the system even allowed them to put and then judgment of just sheer images mm-hmm but To know that people were doing that for you, the way that you were doing it for them, made it feel a little intense. Yeah. But I was very excited off the go, like the get go. I was like swiping so many people. I was like, we could be best friends. I can feel it. (sighs) But the way that it works is if you swipe on them like that, you want to meet them they also have to want to meet you. Like you guys both have to match in order to right. actually have access to like message them. Okay. So that was also very weird too. Because some of the people that I was really excited to meet didn't want to meet me <laughs> based on my his short little profile. But but you had um, some
0: conversations did. with people. I had.
1: I had some dates even. Yeah. yeah. Platonic dates. Platonic dates. I know. I always have to be careful like yeah, I'm on BFF or Bumble. I'm on Bumble and people are like, "Wait, isn't that a dating app?" But I'm like, "Wait, there's a, a different side to it." Um, but yeah, so I I did that. The first week I was like, there was a big rush. I was like really interested in it. I was like there's so many people out here that want to meet people um like me and so I was just like wanting to have conversations with everyone but then I don't know if it was like those people had been on there longer and they weren't really responding to some messages or they weren't feeling the hype I was feeling Mm. and I just didn't also know how to have conversations too it was like what do you say hey I swiped on you because you like Cookies. Or I I, I, go, liked well, I, don't know. I liked your shirt. I liked you. Yeah, you looked happy in your photo. I don't, you know, um. But yeah, so it's like the worst form of small talk.
0: Like small yeah. talk when you don't know someone, yes. but online, like that. <gasps> I feels didn't realize that
1: horrible. <laughs> it's worse than in person for different reasons. <laughs> I'm like processing yeah. that in my head right now. But yeah, like, I just didn't know what to say to them. Honestly, I just wanted to, my immediate thing was like, hey, you want to meet up? I didn't really want to talk over the texting thing, which, but then here we go. That's what's intimidating. I think I intimidated a lot of people where it was like, let's just meet up. And they were like, who are you? I don't know you.
0: Okay, wait. That's so scary. how long did you, like, talk for? Like, how much did you get to know about someone before you're like, hey, let's meet up? Not well, long. <laughs> It was
1: hard. I didn't because it was like, I wasn't interested in that. So then the ones that wanted to continue on a conversation, they weren't really asking me anything personal. It was just like maybe future things that we could do together, but then never setting up a date. It was very weird. But then the other people who were like, yeah, let's go. It was literally like within 10 minutes of chatting with them. I was like, let's go get drinks or something. And they're like, okay, let's go next Tuesday. And I was like, great. And then we met up. I had like two dates. But yeah. And then it wasn't really weird to meet with them because there was was like
0: pretty like back and
1: forth engaging because we both knew why we were there. Like it was it it created this like level of understood vulnerability where it was like I'm looking for friends. You're looking for friends. Clearly, you want to hear about me. I want to hear about you. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, it was great. Has it led to anything else? No, not a single relationship. And I think that's on me, though. But So we should circle back on that. But I want to hear about your experience because I I know I told you this and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then I was like, no, but wait, you should try it (laughs) because I never want to do anything alone. If I'm doing something (laughs) other people need to be doing it with me. Yeah,
0: you had told me to either give Bumble BFF a try, which I didn't want to because I felt intimidated by that. But you told me about a similar app for moms that's called Peanut. Yeah. So I tried that and it had kind of a similar concept. Like you can see a little blurb. You can see like it lists how many kids they have or like what age it is. There's like a couple pictures and that's it. And you... You both have to weigh wave, wave at each other in wave order to each- talk. Okay. okay. Um, and so I yeah, I found it very um weird to judge someone yeah. off of that little information. And especially when you involve kids, like you're judging them based on how they their, them and their kids look like it just feels wrong
1: yeah um and so i really you're judging this little tiny I, toddler like, i felt like a horrible you look person. like a crazy kid i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like no but it's like how do you even do right. that like in a kind way because obviously there was no people and families that i didn't wave to right and i don't
1: know if that's right or wrong or mean i don't know can i so, ask a question real quick so yes when it, it comes so on my on Bumble ff when it comes up you can't like move past them and like you have to say yes or no like there's yes. no middle ground that's how that Peanut was is. the hardest part for me where i was like there's nothing wrong with you but and then yeah okay so same I mean, thing that's really it's the hard. same thing
0: i mean obvious like there's obvious yes or no's i think because I think it shared like how, like what neighborhood they're in. So you could like okay. proximity wise, yeah. if you wanted to find friends closer to you, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have to do one at a time, decide yes or no. Um, I waved at several people and right. only I only got, <laughs> uh, I only got to two conversations. So again, it's like, You feel like a little insecure because you're like, why didn't more people want to talk to me? Yeah, Um, and I don't. Well, I think maybe it was more than two. I think there was, there was a couple, but only two went like a little farther in conversation. But but really, it was only one, like one conversation that went. But none went far enough to be like, Hey, let's set up a play date. Wow. Which to me is very strange. Cause I'm like, why, why are we on right. this? Right. If not to have play dates, yeah. like to not make mom friends and have friends for our, that our kids, you know, can have, Yeah, I mean, that was my motivation. And so yeah. again, I don't know people's motivation for going on Bumble BFF because like, yes, it fits to meet people. Okay. Like maybe you'll meet people online. Maybe you'll meet people in person. Maybe it'll be a lasting friendship, but for mom, like, like for moms speaking as a mom, I don't need to do that online. Like I don't need an online friendship to help me. I need an in-person friendship I need in-person friendships for my daughter, especially since we're, you know, living back in Colorado. We've been back for about a year, but I don't have mom friends locally in Denver. And so this was a big desire of mine of wanting to meet people, but it, it went nowhere. And so I haven't, I haven't done anything with that
1: app since. Hmm. And so what kind of, well, how long were you on it? Before those was, like conversations started. Um, I mean,
0: it took a while to like build the profile and like get a handle on the app because there's different there's different parts of it too where it was like kind of like a social media feature. Okay. But I would say it was on it for a few weeks, but I think because I because either I wasn't getting any waves back and conversation was dead ending from other people. Mm. I think I just got discouraged. Yeah. Yeah. I, I stopped the conversation that lasts the longest. I stopped just because I wasn't like feeling it. Like the conversation wasn't flowing the way that I hoped. And it, it was for me just kind of like, again, when are we meeting in person? Like, I don't want to talk about things for my past I want to get to know who you are now to know if like it might be a good
1: fit to meet up you know what I mean oh yeah so yeah I don't know because I felt similarly like I felt like there wasn't a lot of people that wanted to meet up or at least didn't like they wanted to have more conversation online Mm. than I was wanting I, I was like not that I don't, I love texting and chatting that way. Like it's definitely a lot easier um, in life now. Sometimes it can give a lot of anxiety. Like I have a lot of unread messages that I'm like feeling I have to get to, but like with your friends, I feel like it can develop, like, especially for you and me, like we're able to have, you know, some conversations that go throughout the day over text chat, right? but not with a stranger. Like I, like, where do you, yeah. So I agree with you. Like, what do you, where do you go from there with that? So um so for my in-person meetups I went on two and it wasn't uncomfortable like I wasn't nervous to be myself um I just had a lot of questions for the people because I was interested in getting to know them they all I I wanted to get to know them because they had like really unique things that they had posted um on their profile that I was like wow you sound like a really exciting person um the first one we exchanged numbers and we were like yeah we should get together again and there was no interest i think that i intimidate like uh, i was a little strong mm. <laughs> i think it came on a little strong it was my first date though did so. you get really close into her face <laughs> probably i also be best friends <laughs> yeah i probably i also was like gushing over her cuz her life was so cool and i couldn't i was trying to like maintain <laughs> maintain my excitement but also i said the word commune when i really meant like communal live like <laughs> yeah i have for those of you who don't know i have this dream of living with my best friends in the same house it is not a commune but, I, but you people often, joke with call, it, you often I call it a commune. Don't. I do out of jokes with people that understand. And it came out of my mouth with her. And I was like, I lost her. <laughs> this was it. <laughs> this was the breaking point. She was like, um. That so, combined with you coming off so strong, she was probably dude, like, this girl's literally a part me. of a cult. And I know. she's trying She probably was. Me- I was like, run, girl. She should. It's okay. I get it. <laughs> uh, but then the so, second date went way better um, Good, but see this was the interesting part for me because she but it was actually like this double date that they had connected over bumble and i'd connected with one of them and so they were like hey let's all just meet and i was like this is great like cool let's all get together yeah and i loved them they were amazing women um and they want they kept inviting me to things but i wasn't return like reciprocating and i was like trying to figure out why I'm hmm. still I still process that a little bit where I'm like, come on now. I went I went on there for a specific reason and then I I couldn't follow through. I don't know what it was. If it was like they were more I'm such a this is weird to say, but I'm a planner. Even though I don't feel like I am, I think I get anxiety when people are like last minute, let's go do something. And that's kind of how they were. Okay. Um, and so I think that was a big turnoff where I was like, had the anxiety or I'm really great for the first time with people. And then afterwards, it makes me uncomfortable for them to like engage with me a second time. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Do you feel like maybe it was
0: your mental health at the time kind of playing into that where you initially kind of were running off of like some kind of high or adrenaline? Probably. But yep. then it just kind of tanked when yeah. your mental health tanked.
1: For sure. I think there was like this excitement of like, I do want friends. I need friends. I want to get out of the house. I do want to be spontaneous and just go. And then I did it for the first couple dates or whatever. And they were great. But then afterwards, I think my mental health was more like, do you really want to like get out, off the couch? Do you really want to go do that right now and like mm. work the energy up to be this person you want to be, but you're not right now. Yeah. I think that that was a huge struggle for me. That's why I said, like, that's why I wanted to circle back. So I was like, I'm reflecting on it more where I'm like, and I wonder, this puts me in the other mindset where I'm like, I wonder if that's what the other girls are feeling on the other end where they just wanted the chats and they didn't want to meet because they still wanted some sort of engagement. Yeah. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe they didn't have kind of the mental or emotional capacity or the comfortability to just like put themselves out there in person to meet someone new. And yeah, I mean, that's totally understandable. I honestly think that overall, more and more people are seeing how much their mental health is impacting their relationships and even potential new relationships. Like it was already hard enough, like it's already hard enough to meet people, make friends and then just in your day to day life, because we're also spread out. Yeah. And so all of these like kind of dating friend apps are trying to like help bring people together. Mm-hmm. But then there's mental health and yeah. like, you know, busyness of like people's lives and schedules, mm-hmm. all are factors in that. And so it just kind of feels like, I don't know, like I think these apps are helpful, but I also just like wonder if it's kind of hindering us still, Mm. like maybe it just seems like it's this cool new thing to do and try, but is it actually effective? So I don't know if you saw this, but on my personal Instagram, I put out like a little story Asking people if they've tried any kind of friendly matching apps. Yeah. So I got a lot of people saying that they'd never tried. And Mm. the people that did try, they said that either one app was like awkward and they didn't have any luck, or, Mm. you know, they had met up with people one time and it was a good time. Yeah. But, and I granted the I can't like it's hard for me I can't make this generalization from just like a small group of people responding to my post yeah. but like I feel like there's something to be said about it that like even within my network like there's not one success story from these apps mm-hmm. that's like hey I met a really right. good friend during this season of my life through this app yeah and so. I don't know, but then it's challenging because, you know, I mean, my question to you is because I, I have a different response, obviously, because I think to your point, I do have certain opportunities that allow me to meet other people through, you know, having my daughter. But for you not having kids like without these apps, like what else do you do to like go meet people like I don't like you mentioned hobbies, but like besides trying a new hobby, like going to a bar, is that like awkward? Like a coffee shop and talking to someone that
1: just yeah, seems awkward. Hello, I don't <laughs> want small talk. I've, you know, like that's what. Yeah, I don't know how to how to meet people out and about if you aren't willing to be vulnerable or uncomfortable with that small talk element, possibly. Um, so I don't meet new people. Um, where I'm at with the kind of friendship thing is I I think that's what I wanted, and I've referred to this in another episode where I'm like these people who have, and I sent you this like reel yesterday on Instagram about there was this woman who was like, there's like twenty women at like a bachelorette party that they're just seeing walk down the street and the girl is like I can name four people that I'm friends with and the other girl was like I got two like where are these people getting these friends from but that's like the concept where I'm like that's kind of why I wanted to join the Bumble BFF I think because I was like I need more people in my life I want to be going all the time I want to have fun I want to laugh I want to do all that and I feel like what I'm seeing is you got to have a lot of people in your life to go do that. You got to be spontaneous to have that. Um, and so that's why I kind of did that. But now I'm realizing I'm trying to accept myself a little bit more for who I am at 30, where I'm like, okay, that's just not me, even though I really want it to be. And who I am is someone that, you know, wants to go very deep with a small handful of people. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to embrace that and be more comfortable with that. and so that that's kind of what I've tried to do literally within the last couple of months is just kind of hone in and be more intentional with small, smaller group to make it more meaningful and to kind of I'm really working on like releasing the expectations that I have of my friendships, who those people are, who I am in those situations and just allowing myself to be more who I am, allowing others to be more who, who they are. And and not having these expectations of what they should be to me and I should be to them and just living in that, you know, and just referring back to our episode with John and Kyle, like, that, I admire that so much about John. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to apply that. Yeah. Which I yeah. feel like it's been helpful, honestly, for myself. I don't have a lot of, like, pent up anxiety of, like, being who I am yeah I'm just like allowing it, yeah but like where where are you at with with that I mean, if the peanut didn't work out, where have you found other ways to I know the park can be a good yeah. place, yeah, so I think that,
0: yeah, there's definitely a lot of opportunities to Potent- I would say, to potentially make new friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um i I just gotta start off right off the bat and say that it is like it's really hard to be a mom and be a friend. Mm. i've I've learned that for myself and even just the other like friends that I have that are moms. You just go through so much so many changes in your life in your body in your time in your energy it's it's very exhausting and it's very mm-hmm. isolating and so like i want to start off that and just like yeah. preface that that like i feel that deeply and i'm not trying to make judgment mm-hmm. on parents cuz i also like i struggle with that but at the same time I do think that there kind of comes a point where as, as a new mom, I've discovered for myself, I kind of came to a point where it's like, okay, I've kind of started to regain my energy back. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit more like myself. like, yeah. And okay, like, what do I do in this season of life? Like you said, like, I can't make friends at work. Like I'm not interacting right. with adults on a day-to-day basis I am at home with my daughter. And there should just, most,
1: honestly, side talk should be a whole episode on that because she's mean, how old now?
0: She's two and a half.
1: Yeah. And you just started feeling like yourself. Yes. Not like very long not ago. that long ago, <laughs> like the beginning so, of this year. Yeah. So to like even think about trying to make friends in that interim where you're trying to figure out who you are again. So, totally. yeah, that should just be a whole you've taught me so much in that. Uh, as I'm not a mom and like experiencing your journey. Yeah. So. I mean, I just
0: think that it, again, it's like whether it's going through like mental health, whether it's going through like a significant like life change, life circumstance, moving, whatever, like all of that stuff impacts your relationships and potential friendships. And so when it comes specifically to, parents most often moms are the stay at home mm. parent mm. there are certain places that you can go to be exposed to people who are in mm-hmm. the same season of life as you um so like the park there's like library story time you know for toddlers and babies there's the children's museum there's the zoo um and then there's even like mom groups online mm. that I've just started to tap into like through Facebook so far it seems again to be just more like online conversation yeah. and not like meetups mm. but maybe that'll come I don't know I think also the pandemic maybe through some of this right. stuff off. just like a whole week like what a right. horrible like me and my therapist talk about this like what a yeah. horrible time for me like right the like I got pregnant, the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. I went through so many changes, not working anymore, which was unexpected, moving yeah. states. And I'm just like, how in the world? Like I'm right. so tired of feeling lonely. Which um, is
1: probably one of the most times you need people yes. in your life.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's the one of the worst times because you're so exhausted yep. to put forth energy. Yeah. And so it's better when you have those relationships established when you're trying to build Mm. them it's so much harder so like yeah there's been some successes like we had unexpectedly like I've had conversations with people at the park like whether Mm -hmm. it was a nanny or mom didn't really go anywhere um but then also too I'm not great at being like hey let me get your number and meet up but someone did that with me when we were all at the park, me, Kyle and Blair, and found out that they live like just a couple blocks down from us. And yeah. I was like very surprised that they wanted to get together again. Yeah. And it was it was great. Like right when I got home, they like started the text thread uh-huh. and it was like the next week that we all got together for like a play date with the girls. And That's cool. It was really awesome. Like nothing's happened since then. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of like shifts in our work schedule and then they're also busy people, but that was really special and I I think I'm just kind of in this season where I'm just trying to figure out new things. Like mm. I'm trying to make a point to go to the story time at the library mm. every week.
1: Yeah. So that it's
0: it's kind of like it's a part of our routine, and it's like yep. a consistency. Maybe I'll see the same people. Like I had a great conversation. I went last uh, just yesterday, and I had a great conversation with a mom with two kids. Mm-hmm. She had just moved in the area, and she asked me if I was coming back next week. And I was like, wow. "I am." I was like, "We'll look forward to seeing you guys." And like, yeah. I just think that those are great starts. And I'm trying, I'm trying to remain hopeful. I think it's just hard because I'm like, oh, I'm just Mm. like, I'm, I'm like you, like, I'm just ready for the depth. I'm ready for like the consistent, meaningful, like relationships. And I, I want to specifically find that with other fellow moms, just because it's, it, is like dual purpose of finding like someone who gets it, who's in that similar season, and then also kids for Blair because yeah. she doesn't, she's not gonna have like friends, you know? She's, she's not starting her friend yet. journey. Yeah. yeah and- she, <laughs> she is starting her friend journey. And I honestly, like, I am amazed by her. Can mm-hmm. I just like brag yeah, on her real please. quick? She is so brave so brave and so confident like we so like obviously as parents you many people don't realize you have to literally you literally teach your kids like everything you have to right. teach them everything even yes. to the point of like how do you introduce yourself yeah and so like over time we were teaching her like hey like if you want to make friends if you want to meet people like if you want to play with kids go up to them and say your name and ask their name. Do you want to play with me? And so she started trying to do it in her broken language. Again, she's two and a half. And then she would, you know, always want us to like hold her hand. And then now it's kind of gotten to a point where she, she does it on her own. And wherever we go, it's like, what are you looking forward to doing? She's like, making friends and i'm Aww. like maybe like maybe we'll make friends yeah. like other kids there and i'm like yeah maybe there'll be other kids there and the Aww. moment she sees them it's like mom friends and she'll, and she'll like want me to go with her and i'm like you can do it you could do it and she goes up and she does it um i'm just so like impressed by her I'm like look at you like I don't even have that
1: confidence right
0: <laughs> maybe we just need
1: either. to be like Blair and say, I know. <laughs> just walk up and introduce ourselves to people she's can see the potential right in front of her she could I love it. It. the hopefulness so young yeah.
0: but it like makes me wonder though like what where we've gone as like yeah. a society that we just can't do that anymore like right I I am very thankful for Blair and her ability to do that because there's so many places where even with adults, she just strikes conversation. Mm. And then in, it pushes me out of my comfort zone right. to introduce myself and have conversations with people versus before I would probably mm. be standing there, not talking to someone, probably on my phone. Mm. Um, right. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's it feels like we're just so... We're just so isolated in even public places that we don't see those potential opportunities to Mm -hmm. connect with people, even if Mm -hmm. it is just for that one time.
1: Yep. Oh, which is really funny because I think that's what we're talking about next week. (laughs) I was like, we're going to be talking about this soon. I just looked at our notes and I was like, yep, there it is. Yeah. And because I'm just thinking about, it's so interesting looking at kids and looking at Blair as she's doing that and processing that and learning it for the first time when do we lose that as people because Mm. we were all you know maybe we were shy or not but we all had that unknowingness in the friend arena you know we were we were just eager we just knew we wanted it and so we went after it and like I think there's a lot of components like I said we'll talk about it but that play into that? Like, when did we lose that as people? And when did we become, you know, more isolated or closed off or insecure or like fearful or anything that you can kind of put in that spot?
0: Right. Yeah. It's that carefreeness that kids have that even, yeah. I don't know if you said this earlier, or if this was in another conversation off the podcast, but I think you were referencing your nephew of just like yeah. him running around carefree yeah. and like kids do that. They sometimes don't even introduce themselves, but they play oh, together yeah. just so exactly. freely and they they engage and they they uh, they accept
1: each other and who they yeah. are in that moment. And it's really yeah. beautiful. There, and there's no, I think for me, I'm always going to go back to the expectations. There's no expectations. He comes, yeah. it was, it was off the podcast. I was saying he comes home and he's like, auntie, I made a friend today. I said, oh, what's their name? He more than 50% of the time doesn't know their name. And I'm like, okay, that's weird to me. Right. Because I'm like, if they're your friend, you should know their name. But he's like, nope, I just had a great time with them today. They were my friend in that moment. And I wanted to tell you about it. You know, it was that simple. There was no further expectations. Would he want to have another interaction like that again with that person? Probably, but he was kind of more just living in the moment of like I had this great experience with this one person, Mm. which is kind of so beautiful and simplistic in my mind. Yeah, I have a I have a question for
0: you. So, kind of looking back at the last you know couple episodes as we wrap up the topic of
1: friendship. Yeah.
0: What do you feel like you've learned and what's your takeaway?
1: Yeah. Which is, this is so funny because we've had these conversations on our own, which is why we wanted to start this podcast. Right. And, but I have learned so much from having these more intentional outlined conversations totally. If you will yeah. and the conversations that I'm having with other people that are listening yeah. that you know come and say like oh I had a thought about this that you said or you know but for me which I think I kind of touched on it already because I can't help but like talk about it because I'm like in the middle of processing it and learning it and developing oh, yeah. it but it's like for me for real the like not putting expectations on the way the relationship should look and just really trying to be in the moment and nowhere else. Mm -hmm. So, which is scary to me because I think that also means if you want to have small talk to have small talk with someone and not put expectations on it. Like don't put expectations of myself, not being, not being awkward. Like I'm probably going to be awkward and that's okay. Or like, the other person being uncomfortable whatever that's not my responsibility or the environment or the fact that i have to like make put you know like ask for their number and make this into something it's not like just kind of being in the space and trying to be a little bit i think also consistency for me that's why i feel like i've narrowed it down a little bit more to Only a handful of people where I'm like, that's all I can do right now. And that's okay. Like, I'm not having bigger expectations for myself. Like, I can't have 50 friends at the level that I want to feel good about it. And so I'm not going to beat myself up about the three that I can handle because that's, it's going to be more meaningful. I'm going to be more consistent. I'm going to be more who I am. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? And
0: yeah, it does make sense. And I think that is for you like knowing you, it kind of gives you that sense of community too, because it is like more consistent. It's more proximity. It's, and it's giving you like the key things that you're, that you're wanting and hoping for while also like not having too big of expectations or expecting someone to fill every, you know, desire of yours. about you? Yeah, I, I just, I'm thinking back to our first podcast episode, or maybe it wasn't the first one, but the one where we were talking about friend expectations, and I, I would say that I similarly agree with you. I think that I am also trying to learn how to do that as well, of just having more realistic expectations and learning from you know, people like John and Kyle who just take people as they are and what they right. can give in that moment and not yeah. and like understanding that life's hard for everybody. And so I don't I don't mm-hmm. need to take it personally if I mm-hmm. don't hear back from someone or yep. if a relationship, a new relationship doesn't work out. Um, But to kind of say like a different takeaway that I'm kind of learning for myself is just I, it's just to be patient. I mm. am not great at that because yeah. I am very lonely and yeah. I've been lonely for a while and I'm tired of it. But right, I think that I'm trying to be patient with the little progress that I am seeing. Mm. And it's, it's the, I'm trying to be thankful for the little potential friendship interactions Mm -hmm. that I have out and about and seeing that as fulfilling and meaningful, even if it is small talk, Um, but, and then just kind of trying to be patient, put myself out there and, and just wait. And it's Mm -hmm. so hard though, because I'm, you know, I know what I want and I want like those deep meaningful relationships yeah. in person here in Denver. Yeah. Um but while I wait, I think the little moments, little interactions are helping and then I've also just been like uh I've been thankful for like reconnecting with some old friendships. Yeah. Um both like in person like some old college friends and reconnecting with some people, you know in a different state and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah, seeing that as like fulfilling too. Mm -hmm. And it's again, yeah. Change of expectations is very challenging, but, um, just taking it a day at a time and being thankful Mm. for the people that have loved me thus far. So
1: yeah. Day at a time. Yep. It's simpler to look 24 hours in advance. (laughs) Sometimes even um, that feels too much. Though. It does one hour. What am I doing next? <laughs> uh, well, this was pleasant. I loved it. Um, I am super excited for our next. Oh yeah. Section. Wh- what are we calling these topics? Section. Of the month topic. Or something? Theme. Theme. I don't know. Theme. Our <laughs> next theme is community. Hmm. Oh, you can talk it's just about so your much commune. <laughs> Oh, man. It's out now. (laughs) Never going to live that down. But yeah. So this is a kind of a heavy descriptor, but literally this is where our minds go. Next episode, we want to talk about the lack of community that we have in our country and how it's affecting our society, culture, and our families. It might be a long one. Yeah, it's going to be a big one, I think. But I think a lot of people are going to be very understanding and have yeah. a lot of thoughts on that so yeah I'm, I'm excited. excited me too all right well thanks girl I love you. See you next week I love you <laughs> we hope that you
0: enjoyed this episode and feel inspired to continue the discussion with the people in your life if you like our podcast be sure to give us a rating. We'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives, even if you disagree with us. So reach out to us on Instagram at everythingbutsmalltalkpod. New episodes go live every Friday, so we hope you will tune in next time. Thank you so much for listening.